Hello, and welcome to my podcast all about linguistics. Sadly, I'm all alone today. But we have an exciting topic for you guys, dialects. Specifically, how are dialects formed? Before we can answer this question, we need to get down to the basics. What is a dialect? Merriam-Webster, the sacred text for all linguists studying English, defines a dialect as, quote, a regional variety of a language distinguished by features of vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation from other regional varieties, and constituting together them a single language. A dialect boils down to being a subset of a particular branch of a language. While a dialect is largely the same as the language it originates from, it has some key differences. The most common differences are unique grammar, pronunciation, and vocabulary. To be clear, a dialect does not need all three of those characteristics to be different, but they often are. Additionally, dialects tend to be spoken in a certain geographical area by a certain group of people. An example of a dialect within the U.S. would be the U.S. Southern dialect. It has words that are not used by the rest of the U.S. like y'all. Additionally, as definitions, for example, the word Coke referring to all sodas, not just Coke. All of this raises the question, what is the difference between dialects, languages, and accents? To start, an accent is a different pronunciation, while a dialect is a whole group of language features, from grammar to vocabulary. So while someone may have a southern accent, they might not be speaking southern U.S. dialect. Now for the difference between a dialect and a language. Languages tend to be broader and more clearly defined than dialects, while dialects are more up in the air. Now, it's a good time to mention that the difference between languages and dialects are arbitrary. Linguists just needed a good way to define and talk about the things that they notice in the world. The way linguists quantify the differences between languages is called linguistic difference. Languages with low linguistic differences are very similar, like dialects of a given language. The bottom line is, the difference between a dialect and a language is more political than it is linguistic. But for the most part, dialects are just subsets of a language that are mostly similar to the original language. Now that we've defined everything we need to know, we can go back to our original question. How are dialects formed? Well, there are many thousands of different factors that may lead to the development of a new dialect, and eventually a new language. There are a few main scenarios, geographic isolation and social differences being the biggest of them. One thing to point out is with modern technology, how and when dialects are created has changed greatly. Because basically all humans are able to talk to each other at any time, anywhere, languages now change with everybody. Few groups of people will change wildly and evolve language in their own ways. For example, even just a few hundred years ago, the United States was littered with hundreds of unique dialects simply because of the lack of communication across the country. Because it was so hard to travel and communicate, each state, town had so many small differences between the ways they spoke. However, with the introduction of the television, radio, and internet, we are all able to communicate and hear each other from anywhere, leading to language becoming much more standardized. So back to the first and most common way dialects are created, geographic isolation. Language, as you've learned, is always constantly changing. Every year, kids make new words and grammar changes ever so slightly. So what happens if the two groups are separated? They'll both change in different ways. This is often reinforced as geographic isolation means that two groups live in dissimilar environments, meaning the words they use and the purpose they have for those words will change. This is historically the most common way dialects were formed. Back before modern technology, you relied on those around you and rarely thought of the outside world, let alone interacted with it. This led to each group of people creating new words to describe their own world, even if they all originally spoke the same language. The other common way for a dialect to be formed is when there's a division between a group of people. This division can come in a number of different forms, from economic to racial to social. For example, there's a difference between English spoken by upper, middle, and lower class Americans. 
This stems from the social isolation as the groups tend not to mix, and this creates their own subset of each language. Sadly, this also lend, leads to lower class dialects being seen as worse, less pure, or not as formal, for simply no reason other than those with power and of the higher classes have the ability and are the ones creating these definitions. Another example is racial groups within a city. For example, the Pennsylvania accent or dialect is the result of the large number of Irish and British immigrants that came to the city as settlers. Their words that they brought from their original countries changed the way that Pennsylvanians speak now. So all this is interesting and all, but it seems like it doesn't really matter. We live in such an interconnected world that dialects, as I said earlier, don't really exist. But why should we care? Dialects can tell us a lot about a person. It speaks to how and where they were raised, their history, their lineage, their family. So while dialects might seem insignificant, just a funny accent and some new words, there's a whole universe of things that we can learn from someone's dialect, and it's something that we should never discount.